When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And thanks for joining us for another Grassroots Marketing on CannabisRadio.com. And we're going to be going through two perspectives of an announcement that was recently made where we now have, uh, most recently, are the you know 420, the major holiday among the cannabis industry, and how two companies came together to make music from living Old Pal shareable cannabis plants. And here to tell us about it from the folks at Old Pal, I'm here with their CMO, Allison Panko. Allison, thanks for being on with us. Thanks for having us. So the partnership is with a company called Plant Wave, and we're going to be talking to the folks from Plant Wave on an upcoming episode of Grassroots Marketing, which will drop around the same time as this. But in the meantime, we want to go and talk about where Old Pal is a multi-state cannabis lifestyle brand focused on providing value to consumers by providing quality products and trusted consistency made through superior and dependable production through strategic partnerships and you have a focus on culture focused design and marketing a much needed new space within the industry and creating an accessible lifestyle brand beyond center culture including a soft goods line called old pal provisions so that first part about culture focused design and marketing going to expand on that for us at the foundation of Old Pal, it really is a celebration of all of the different communities and people that are coming together to, you know, really support this plant and stand behind it. And in some ways, like, you know, I, I like to think that pretty much anyone that smokes cannabis is in some ways an activist because, you know, it's still not federally legal. Um, but w- what Old Pal is really focused on is celebrating these different communities that, you know, love love cannabis, love smoking cannabis, love, you know, the connection that cannabis makes, you know, in terms of the experiences that it brings and, and you know, openness that it allows for people to really have and, and explore, you know, all the things that are really beautiful in the world. We support and, and like to talk about uh, the products that we have, but at the end of the day, it's really those shared experiences that when you're consuming cannabis, um, it's what we, we really love to celebrate at Old Pal. And one of the things that's mentioned about when it comes to Old Pound, I know Sleafly actually put a lot up in their Ultimate 420 Buyer's Guide, just on the apparel alone for Old Pal. And the whole concept of where, as you say on the website, it's an ode to simpler times when weed was just wheat, and joints were passed around to Old Pals and new ones. And really, what I want to figure out is, you know, again, the old, the ode to simpler times What's the what was the idea for simplicity that that was the right idea for old pal to come into play, and that marketing strategy? 
Well, back in 2018, when our co-founders, Jason Osney and Rusty Lilankin came together and were kind of talking about the landscape at that point, the landscape of the cannabis industry in California, a lot of brands were coming in and, you know, people were selling eighths for $80, $90 and talking about all of these different ways that they were cultivating and upping the terpene percentages and the, the THC percentages and all that jazz And really, Rusty and Jason were like looking at this plant, this plant that's been cultivated by humans for thousands of years. And in its purest form, it's it's quite perfect. And it's very tough to do that while you're in California. What I'm noticing from a from an article from the higherpath.com back in July 2020, they mentioned how you were looking to disrupt the California supply chain. But then again, the supply chain has been disrupted by itself, thanks to a lot of different variables, (laughs) uh, of course. So talk to me about where there's tax revenue for also for, you know, craft cannabis uh, cultivators and for the idea of communal cannabis. You know, how difficult has it been then? Has it been to go and make that happen still in California and, you know, trying to avoid having to put any kind of accrued costs that you're getting from the extra tax regulations you have on yourselves, the extra parts for compliance to make sure it doesn't get passed along to the to, to the customer. You know, I think finding partners that allow us to provide quality cannabis for consumers that doesn't have a lot of the additional costs and overhead costs of like indoor grows and whatnot. Um, Obviously, in California, we have nearly 365 days of beautiful sunshine here. And so um, what we've done in in California and in all of the states that we're in is finding partners that understand um, kind of our model, the business model. And, you know, we, we run on pretty slim margins, but what we do is we push a lot of volume. And so that allows us to keep our costs down. And, and it is, it's a mass play, right? We're, we're pushing a lot of weed to a lot of people. And that allows us to continue to make money as a company, albeit, you know, quite difficult with what you just ran through all of the different taxation levels and whatnot that, right. that cannabis brands are hit with. Um, I think that's, it's an interesting, um, it's interesting when you're in the industry versus being a consumer and really understanding how difficult it is to actually get weed in the hands of people and get it to them at a reasonable cost. And so right. everything we do and our partners that we're working with, we're making sure that they understand that like at the end of the day for us, it really is looking out for our consumers and, and fans of the brand and giving them access to you know, reasonably priced weed. It's, it's quite crazy. Especially in California alone, like you're looking at 20, almost 25% tax on the, on this product, you know? And so, and, and that's at every level too. It's at, it's at cultivation, it's at manufacturing, it's at distribution. And, and it is unfortunate because at the end of the day, who sees most of that cost and who's paying for most of that is consumers. A part and of so, it has to do too, where if it's not the taxes, it's going to be the regulations that a company's going to have to deal with as well. So it's it's not a, a great situation altogether from the business side, but to make sure that the consumers are being well taken care of, that's the part where you're trying to keep the cost as affordable as possible. The other yeah. part is, is their concept of uh, an old pal about how you don't want to make it where you're going to a dispensary, you're going to a bud tender, and is this kind of this infrastructure that everybody's kind of accustomed to in the retail experience. You're talking about how you want it to be where you're getting your cannabis, shareable cannabis, from friends or a neighborhood supplier that you want to have it from somebody that you trust, somebody that you feel comfortable with, somebody that, you know, almost like a, not a bar, a bud tender, but more like a, a pal, right? A pal. (laughs) And so when you have that, 
is it a matter where, because your products are at a lot of different stores, how are you able to go and maintain that concept from anybody buying it from whoever they buy it from? It's consistency across every market. It's consistency in the quality of the cannabis that we're pushing out. We have an amazing product team where they're working with uh, all of our cultivation partners in the seven states that we're currently active in um, and making sure that you know all of our product specs are, are upheld and met by our partners. Um, and then again, like I was saying earlier, it's like before we even go into business with any of our partners in each one of our states, it's like r- running them through our model and understanding and making sure that they're on board with this, essentially this play of pushing a lot of weed, but pushing it at an accessible price point. And so I think that's also very, you know, telling of, of Rusty, Rusty and Jason's vision in the beginning is really also supporting these farmers that have been you know, crafting their, their, their skills and, and their, um, and their grow process for a very long time, finding these partners that are passionate about, you know, growing quality cannabis and allowing old pal to come in and put a brand behind it, put marketing behind it and help them push a lot of this flower. And like, you know, the, the last, you know, six months to a year, most, most States have been like over flooded with supply, which is, a difficult position to be in, but when you're in, when you are old palate and you're pushing weed at the volume that we're pushing it at, it's, we become a very sought after partner for a lot of our, our cultivation partners and, and manufacturing and distribution partners in each one of our States, because we're building this brand, we're building this recognition, and we're building a following of cannabis consumers in each one of the markets that we're in to be able to push that volume and to, and with volume comes the ability to keep prices you know, more accessible for, for everybody. As I mentioned at the onset of the interview, we're going to be interviewing Joe Patitucci, founder and CEO of Plant Wave. And they're working with you right now with your product line to make music from living old pal shareable cannabis plants. The idea in layman's terms, and of course, Joe will be much more technical for us when we speak with him. But the idea is to find music within the plants themselves. Do, uh, talk to me about the relationship of what what you what, what the benefit for what this does for your plants and you know what's the uh, onus behind it yeah for sure well we have a lot of audio files at old pal including myself um and this concept really came about um you know some people might be familiar with this album called plantasia mort garrison recorded this for for a plant shop actually on Melrose. Um, it was a gift with purchase. If you purchased a, at a home, a plant for your home, um, back in the seventies. And it was it, back then is there started to be this concept of playing music for your plants as a way to help them grow and thrive. And this kind of study of the energy, the energy exchange between humans and plants and, and honestly, all living things, whether that be, you know, an animal or plant or human to human energy exchange. And from that, uh, you know, we, I had noticed that there was this trend and I saw it a lot on TikTok of these MIDI controllers that were being hooked up to different, you know, types of mushrooms, different plants, but I had never seen them used on a cannabis plant. And that's really where this kind of this idea spawned. It was from, you know, looking and exploring this this energy exchange and this relation between human and plant and 
you know, we at Old Pal, again, going back to this whole shareable experience and connection that that the cannabis plant is so beautiful at, at fostering and cultivating between humans and nature and, and what have you. Um, it was really kind of this exploration of looking at different ways that we as humans can connect to cannabis plants. And so we reached out to PlantWave to ask them if they would be interested in, in exploring this with us and exploring the sounds of different strains from across all of our states. We had all of our cultivation partners were awesome and, and were eagerly excited to, to record different strains for us and send back these files to listen to. And we, we have a YouTube playlist now of different strains um, from across the U.S. and from, from different states to hear the differences in with this energy exchange that the cannabis plant is, is showing us and kind of revealing through the device that Joe and PlantWave have made, made possible for humans to kind of interact and, and understand and find new ways to connect with plants. And so really thinking about the 420, you know, 420 kind of holiday season, if you will, and what that means for humans interacting with plants, we thought it would be a really interesting way to just show people different ways to connect with, with uh, the cannabis plant and, and different ways to understand this plant through sound. Now, well, let's go and direct people to the website, oldpal.com, great domain name, oldpal.com, O-L-D-P-A-L. Instagram is also at old pal. What I want to ask you now to wrap things up, Allison is embracing stoner culture or retro. It, you know, really it's a retro marketing fit. And that's what people really, that was what's a great appeal for those. That's why I leafly mentioned the uh, product line of the clothing, which is very popular on the site. But what I want to find out is for those companies out there, this is a bit of a difference when it comes to where, <coughs> at least with cannabis radio, we want to embrace the culture that came before us. Mm -hmm. But talk to me about what you're looking to do with the stunner culture and modernizing it for a new generation. Yeah. You know, I think um, we've all seen all of the kind of like stoner tropes very uh, overplayed in, in a lot of instances and, and honestly used to kind of, I think bring down the industry in some ways when people, you know, assume that anyone who smokes pot is, is lazy, you know, is unmotivated and whatnot. I think right. for old pal, it's really, um, it's a celebration of like, like I was saying earlier, it's a celebration of all of the different communities and backgrounds of people that consume cannabis, whether, you know, whether you're somebody who enjoys smoking and playing video games, which is totally cool with us, or somebody like me who loves to wake and bake on a Saturday morning and go on a hike with my dog and enjoy nature and, and feel more connected to, you know, the, the natural world around you, whether, or if you are somebody in the culinary arts or music or what have you, you know, again, celebrating what this plant does and the connection of human and plant and the ability, the, the wonderful ability that this plant has to open people up to, you know, kind of new, new, new perspectives, you know, new ways of connecting, what have you, you know, it really is for us. It's like, it's a celebration of, of all of the different backgrounds of people that, you know, love and support this plant. And I think, you know, we're, we're at old pal, we're pretty sick of seeing, you know, that kind of that those stoner tropes that are really overplayed, you know, in a lot of ways. And, and yeah, so I think it's for us, it's just a celebration of, you know, 
the myriads, the myriad of different backgrounds of, that people have coming to this plant and, and supporting it and supporting this industry at large. I never got a chance to even talk to you about the relationship you made with Igloo, makers of the, of the great coolers, Turning Point Brands, the makers of ZigZag, who we've also talked to here on the program. And really, there's a whole lot there that we could go into, but I just thought it was interesting where we got into this relationship. And, you know, it's a it's a very interesting way on how to continue to give longevity to the culture that comes before, always respecting, you know, the past of what this industry brought to us and those that pioneered the space for us to have the industry we have today. So I can mm-hmm. really appreciate where you're coming from with that. And thank you so much, Allison, for being on with us again. CMO at OldPal, OldPal.com. Thanks for being on with us again. Uh, please keep us uh, abreast of any new developments. We'd love to. Thanks for having us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.